Before we get started today, are you a business owner that needs to plan your content for social media, but something keeps coming up? You just don't have time. So come join me in Cabo, Mexico to get your content done for quarter one, 2022. Our annual business strategy and content planning retreat is coming up December 8th through 12th. Go to gsdhouse.com for more information. Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. Hi, y'all. It's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. And I'm so excited for our guest today because he really gets it. He gets GSD, which is getting shit done. Get shit done. And I'm always talking about time blocking and moving your to-do list off of a freaking post-it note and putting it on your calendar or in a project management system or doing something with it. And so our guest today has this amazing app that we are going to tell you guys about. So Leah, welcome to the show today. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Before we jump in and start talking about to-do list and your app, I would love for you to share a little bit about your background and your history and what really prompted you to see that, A, this is a problem in the world, that people are not getting their to-do list done. And what made you want to start an app to like really help fix this problem that's in the world? Okay, well, uh, I'll try to keep the background short. Uh, I studied computer engineering, but then my uh, father passed away and uh, I'm half Thai, my father's like in Thailand. So I had to go back and take care of some stuff. And when I moved back to Thailand at that time, this was talking like a long time ago, um, there wasn't really a tech scene there. So my engine, computer engineering degree didn't really help. So I ended up uh, going to business uh, and I helped turn around a retail clothing company and then eventually took it public. After that, I kind of... Uh, thought to myself, well, I wanted to know the theory behind what worked and what didn't work, right? And so I went and did an MBA in Hong Kong, uh, staying close to, you know, to, to Thailand. And then after that, I worked at Louis Vuitton for about four years as an in-house executive. And uh, my job was very kind of cross-departmental. And so I was juggling a lot of projects from you know, from finance to, to uh, marketing, to PR, to operations at the store. And I needed to kind of figure out a way to organize myself, right? And divide my time, uh, understand when I should say yes to certain projects that people propose and no to certain meetings and say, uh, I'm sorry, I can't, right? Um, <clears throat> and then I tried all the, you know, all the to-do lists and all the different methods that, you know, uh, different books talk about. And I found them to be kind of very cumbersome, 
right? I ended up kind of managing this, the, the system more than I was actually working on the stuff. And I kind of fell onto this article talking about how the most successful people schedule instead of working off a to-do list. And so I kind of tried to, tried to follow that using a standard calendar app, but that didn't really work out for me because it always felt very clunky move, uh, scheduling my, my day in a calendar. And so um, eventually I thought, you know, I tried all the apps on the, uh, on the app store at the time uh, and none of them really worked for me. And so I started uh, conceptualizing what I would want as an app for myself. And that was the first version of Sorted, uh, which I wrote for myself. And then I used it for a couple of years. Uh, and then I finally thought, well, yeah, this is, this is great. I don't need to search anymore, right? And, and then uh, after a while, I actually left Louis Vuitton and then I taught coding at a uh, boot camp called General Assembly, where I met my current co-founder. Uh, so Harry saw me using this little tool on my iPhone uh, and asked, what is that? I'm actually looking for something similar, right? Uh, something to manage my day and my tasks. And so I loaded it on his phone. He used it for like maybe six months. And then one day he just came back to me and said, this is the longest time I've been able to stick to a routine, a simple routine. And then, uh, so why don't we put this up on the app store and see what happens, right? And so that's kind of how sort of came to be. Uh, it was really just a tool for myself to solve my own problem. And then uh, Harry kind of saw value in that. And then after we put it in the app store, uh, more and more people kind of, got to know the app. And uh, now it has over, I think, uh, 1.8 million downloads. Um, and then they are, uh, I think we've grown into a, a nice little community. Uh, and then, yeah, and it's great that uh, uh, Sorted and, and our concept of hyper-scheduling is kind of helping a lot of people. This is, it's so fun. It's like, I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> because like you, I have downloaded so many apps like to-do list and, um, project management systems and not so much for myself because I suck at doing them, but I'm awesome at making them and delegating them out. And so find for me, it was more about finding the system or the project management system or the to-do list or whatever it's going to be. Um, it had to serve my team members and I have different personalities on purpose, very strategically, and they like to see things differently. So I have one team member who we used to use Wonderlist and then they did away with it. <laughs> like <laughs> <Yes>. what? <laughs> and then... Microsoft to do bought it. Well, we're an Apple based company. We don't really use PCs or my, or Microsoft products. Like we're all <laughs> creatives. And right. then I have one girl that likes Trello and she likes boards and she likes the way that looks. Then we have clients that have their own project management systems too. And so we ended up even with some of our clients, it's like, we're going to stick to, we're going to make this shit easy is we're going to stick to a Google doc and a Google sheet 
because everyone can, can learn how to use that and you can share it. It's all in real time, but it's not really the best for like managing a project, like in workflow. So when I saw this, when I was reading about it last night, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited to talk to Leo because I want to learn more about this. Um, I'm obsessed with these types of things because I cannot stand it when people say out loud, oh, I'll get that to you, or I'll follow up with you, or yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Like if I'm at dinner and I'm over here making a note on my phone, on my iPhone, so I can like share the note and send it to somebody in my team to make sure the follow-up actually happens, which really is not productive. But if I can open our project management app, which now we use something called Todoist, and assign it to the person and follow up. And then the key was to set a deadline. But I go into all these companies and I, <clears throat> I see these productivity problems and the inefficiencies of the communication breakdown, what actually needs to be done, clarifying what needs to be done or how to do it. And then if somebody doesn't do it the right way or do it on time, usually it's because the person telling them, the leader, i.e. me, um, I'm not clear. And so having to learn, I mean, just as simple to like, this has been ever changing, like, and, and it's just been getting, and I, I don't want to say the word worse, but even with what we're doing now and after the pandemic, it added so much more detail of things that had to be done. And when you're managing lots of clients, social media accounts, you need to make sure you're on the right account <laughs> with the right <laughs> stuff. And so there's so many details that go into one to-do item. And so, I mean, I could talk about this forever, but I want to know more about hyper scheduling because like for me personally, it's like hyper-focused is what's on my calendar, which is what's scheduled. But for sorted, what does hyper-scheduling mean? <clears throat> right. So I guess you you talked about time blocking, right? Um, and so I would think hyper scheduling is sort of a evolution of time blocking. So the traditional time blocking is we're talking about like, oh, on Monday, I'll set aside two hours from maybe one to three uh, p.m. for marketing, right? And then five to seven p.m. for finance or something like that, right? Um, so the reason why you're blocking out such a big chunk of time is to make sure you have, you block out a set of time for you to work on certain items, but, um, you might not need two hours every week for marketing, right? So it's probably better if you schedule and say, oh, I'm going to, uh, spend half an hour to email this certain person. I'm going to spend one hour to work on a marketing report. Right. Um, so instead of scheduling generic blocks, you should be scheduling uh, specific tasks that you want to do. And so then if you only have half an hour worth of uh, marketing stuff, then it should only take up half an hour on that day. Right. And then you might be able to interleave like one hour of finance or four hours of finance stuff for separate tasks. Right. If you need that. So that's part of hyper-scheduling. The second part is that you should be really putting everything together into a unified uh, place or timeline, as we call it. So you shouldn't be 
you shouldn't have like your calendar on one side with all your meetings and then to-do lists on another side and then sticky notes on another wall. You know, that doesn't help you understand how to allot your time because it's not all, you know, time kind of for us mostly work linearly, right? We have 24 hours in a day. And why do we have three separate lists, you know, floating around? So we should be scheduling everything into one single timeline. So both your tasks, your notes, your events, the information you need, right? Attachments and whatever. Um, second is that, as I mentioned before, traditional calendar apps, they're, they're nice, right? They serve their purpose, but uh, it's kind of a pain to kind of like drag and drop things around to figure out your day, right? So what if a tool helps you with that? So for example, in Sorted, we have a tool called uh, Auto Schedule. So basically two taps and it'll automatically generate the schedule for you for that day. And then you could rearrange it, move it around a little bit if you want, right? Uh, we also have um, specialized tools such as our time ruler um, where you can batch select a bunch of uh, tasks and then shift them by an hour if you're running late or shift them up if you're running early, right? So your, your schedule becomes really flexible and adaptive to the actual circumstance of your day as your day plays out. And so um, that altogether kind of is what we call hyper-scheduling. It's like scheduling, but it needs to be fast and near effortless. So now for the past maybe five, six years that I've been using Sorted on my own, um, I think I spend on average maybe three to four minutes a night to plan my next day. And then I wake up and I'm very clear on what I'm supposed to do that day, right? And I try to follow it. It's a very simple routine. I try to follow that schedule. If I fall behind, I tap auto schedule again, it'll reflow my layout. And then I, if I'm running, like if I can't fit everything in that day, then I move a couple of things off to another day, lower priority stuff. And then make sure that I have enough time to, to finish what I intend that day. And then that's it. And then I repeat the process basically a couple of times a day. And so it becomes really freeing. I would say it's like, um, I feel so much less stressful because I know uh, I'm accomplishing the things that I need to. I don't have to try to remember or, or worry about forgetting anything, right? Anything that I have on my schedule, I just work on that. I'm very uh, focused when, uh, whenever I'm working on a specific thing because I know I don't have to worry about anything else. Everything else is later, right? So yeah, so that's the whole concept of hyperscheduling. So, and I was like, I'm over here looking at the website again, but how does it integrate with iCal or Google Cal or do you see this more as taking the place of your calendar? Not exactly. Um, <clears throat> so uh, on your iPhone, when you sign into your uh, Google Calendar account or your uh, uh, iCal account, uh, we'll read that 
once you give us permission, we'll read your calendar for you, right? So you can use, continue to use like Calendarly or any other service that you need to. So events will pop out into your calendar and then it'll show up in sort of. Gotcha. Right. It's just, it's, it's, it's so neat how, um, like, I'm just fascinated how it all works and I'm constantly telling people like, you know, have three buckets, have your personal bucket, you know, your business. And then what, like, what are the things that you actually need to work on? And much like you, you, you needed something to, to make things better for you. And almost for what, I think it was like literally almost 10 years that I would go through meetings all day long and they were meetings that needed to be meetings. I mean, we were planning events and weddings and I mean, people were spending anywhere from 250,000 to over a million dollars on an event. And it needed a lot of meetings and a lot of uh, planning sessions and design sessions. And as social media came about and Pinterest came about, it just added more and more and more and more. And so I would go through all these meetings, but then, and I would have this massive to-do list and a lot of it, I thought at the time that only I was capable of doing these things. I don't know what I was thinking. I just didn't know what I didn't know. And then it was a a coach that a mentor that taught me, he was like, no, 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 you're not doing that. Like, first of all, you're taking too many clients. You're half-assing some of this stuff. You just need to do full service. And every time someone books you, then you go on the calendar and you slot these, these dates out. And we started to do like four full day focus sessions rather than like a two hour meeting here, a three hour meeting here, a tasting here and there. And we started to like compartmentalize everything completely changed my life. And so we went from doing like 250 plus clients a year to like 30 and we were more profitable with 30. (laughs) And so it's like, once we meet those goals, it's like what you, even what you were saying earlier, say yes to it or no you know, you have the choice then, but it's like when, when we take on a client now, I know because we've tracked our time psycholy, um, about how long it takes when we take on that project. And then we go and we block it out on a calendar. So, and I mean, clients have to change every once in a while. And most of the time they don't because they know that they're going to have to wait another month to, or, or even longer to like get another day back on the calendar. So in that, in that process, how does, does sorted work? Like if we book a client, would we go in and say, okay, we booked this client. We know over the next six months that we're going to allow or a lot 10 hours a month or 20 hours a month or whatever it is. Do we put that into sorted? And then based on our previous like, is there AI, uh, that based on our previous, like how we set things up, then it generates that over time. Like, well, I, how does it work? I, I guess what, what you can do is, uh, if you, if you put it on your cap, your calendar or through sorted, we could put it on your calendar. That's one mm-hmm. thing that you can do. Um, another thing you can do is set up some templates that, uh, that we have, and then they'll kind of like, then you just press in, okay, I want this template, that template, that template, when, 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 
and then and then it'll just populate those uh, tasks for you. Uh, so templated tasks or events for you. Um, so that that could be one way for you to work. Uh, if, if you have something that is very uh, regular mm -hmm. in some sense, right? Uh, but maybe just happening on different days for different clients. Uh, yeah, I would probably go that route. And then once you have that, um, then uh, what I normally do is uh, when you, if you delegate something to someone, mm -hmm. I usually um, would mark down a note and say, okay, I want to follow up with that person um, maybe Wednesday or something, right? At 3 p.m. And then I'll, I'll leave a little note <clears throat> a little task for myself to follow up with that person. Um, so that's kind of how I would work. Um, for us, um, as a remote team, we are much more um, free on our the way we handle our own tasks, especially with programming, right? Um, I like to program at night. My co-founder, partner likes to program way early in the morning. He's in, he's in Taiwan, I'm in Macau. Uh, another one of our engineers in Hong Kong, uh, one in Canada. So, um, so our time is very flexible. Uh, so what we usually do is we have, uh, we each uh, know what kind of tasks and what kind of stuff we want to work on. Um, and I will keep track of uh, this stuff and say, I'll follow up with them when, 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 when. And then, but then uh, I might schedule it to follow up with them maybe this Friday, but they have similar tasks scheduled throughout the week for them to actually work on the detailed steps throughout the way, uh, throughout the way. Um, so that's another way to work. Uh, a third thing that I could mention, you said uh, you use uh, Todoist right now. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, so we're actually working on some integrations now. We're in that phase of, of, of the app. Uh, one of them is Todoist. And then another will be uh, GitHub and some other stuff. Um, Trello, we're, we're thinking about as well. Um, so after that, basically, it'll almost be like the way we handle calendars right now. We'll be able to uh, ingest um, your to-doist task. And then so you can schedule it uh, and sort it. And then work off of uh, sort of but then continue to collaborate with your teams uh, uh, through Todoist, right? So- That would be cool. Uh, I, I think the, the ultimate vision for us is basically to allow people to schedule everything. Yes. Right? So if, if you like to work on Trello or if for a particular project with a certain type of client, you're using Trello, then you should be able to pull in what you need from Trello and to sort it. Uh, so then you can work off your sorted, your copy of sorted and organize yourself. Uh, but then things will feed back to, to Trello. Like, let's say you complete something, it'll move to another board uh, for Todoist. If you complete something uh, in uh, a Todoist item in sorted, it'll complete there, right? If you need to chat, chat with people in the, in the Todoist uh, chat, then uh, basically in sorted, you could expand it uh, expand that task and then press a button and you'll jump back to Todoist and then you could do whatever detailed stuff there. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, my head is just spinning because I'm like, this could help a company scale so much more quickly. Um, 
because I find myself at times, which I'm not a control freak. I'm really not. Okay. <laughs> but somebody like has to take control of stuff sometimes <laughs> and I'm willing to do it, but I'm really good at like delegating a lot. And, and I always tell my team members, you know, if you're overwhelmed or if there's too much, um, I need you to tell me, like, I need you to communicate that to me that you, you have no more capacity so that I know that I need to either go hire somebody else to help with the workload, um, you know, or we need to, we need to do some things differently, but I also find myself, it's like, there's so many things I delegate out. And then every once in a while, I'll have a team member come to me and say, what do you want me to do today? There's so many things that you have put on to do list with the deadline of tomorrow. And <laughs> there's only, you know, even if, and I, and, and I am so much more of a proponent of like work-life balance and like, let's have a healthy work-life balance because I didn't have that for 10 years and I almost died from it from, and when you love working and you love what you do, but there has to be some unplugged time. And even if they work, you know, 24 seven, which don't do that, that's not healthy at all. Like they still wouldn't get everything done that I put that was due tomorrow. So oftentimes I'll have to go back and I'll say, okay, let's look at it and let's reevaluate. And then we prioritize because shit comes up. Right. So yeah. it's like, I may have said, go, let's do these blogs. Let's do this. Let's do that. Which we try to batch our own content. Now we do it for clients, but I have to go back and tell them how to prioritize because they're not sure because it's my fault because I'm the one I'm, I'm like, just get it done by Friday, get it done by Friday, get it. Done. And then they're like, but it's Thursday. <laughs> and so, you know, it just comes up and I'm like, oh God. So I do have to sit down with them sometimes and say, okay, this is not important this week. But then also what happens to some of our own stuff as a company is I look up and I'm like, oh my God, six months has gone by and we still haven't done those blogs, you know, because we we're always putting clients first. So do you have any recommendations for like those types of things? Like when it comes to, okay, I think this is a priority right now and you could get it done by Friday, but we had something come up with a client where they got a, an opportunity to go on the today show and it's in 48 hours. So setting up a landing page and a lead magnet, like that's to help them with lead capture, which is going to bring in revenue to provide a customer service experience. Um, that's going to be more important. And, you know, it doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen every once in a while, at least once a month. And I always say like your emergency is not my emergency, but if it's a client and something and an opportunity like that comes up, it kind of is our emergency to help them market it. And then things get pushed off. So how does sorted deal with stuff like that? <laughs> well, uh, I think the, the decision-making is still up to you, right? And I think that's the important part. Uh, sorted is a tool that will help you uh, make those decisions, uh, uh, at least let you visualize what your time allotment is like. And then, but you still have to end up being the person uh, to decide, right? Which is more important to you. Right. And nobody can really tell you that because, you know, it's 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 kind of like the the culture and the personality of of your company and you yourself. Right. What do you feel is more important? Some may choose my own project is more important. 
Some may choose client is always more important. Some may choose my family is more important. My daughter or my son is more important or my wife is more important, right? Um, so that is for you to decide. And if you let a computer decide that for you, then are we really humans anywhere, <laughs> right? So, uh, so I, I, I'm a strong proponent on, on, on uh, decision-making and that you need to be the one in charge of that. Um, tools are just there to assist you, right? Um, and so I think in a sense, it's, uh, it's still your call. And then in some ways for myself and my own business, I like to kind of try to instill some of this um, thought pattern to uh, my coworkers, kind of explain to them my thought process and why, and then always like have that kind of like the company cult explain to them what the company culture is. For example, we strive to make sure we answer customer emails within uh, uh, at least three days, but then we oftentimes reply maybe like within hours, mm -hmm. right? Or maybe instantly if it's very important. So <clears throat> I think that has been spread across all our customer service people and they understand, right? And so they also understand like what takes precedence over others. Like some, uh, some um, if a customer has uh, an issue using the app that takes higher precedence over a customer who is just making a very simple suggestion or uh, want like a font change or something like that, right? So, um, so I think that worked out pretty well. I think most of the time they make the right decisions and, but sometimes, you know, they don't, they, they make a different decision than I would, but then I can't fault them for that. I, and I won't fault them for that. I'll just explain and say, maybe we should, you know, uh, think, think of it this way instead. Um, and I'll give them my reasons why I would think that way in my thought pattern. And then hopefully they can kind of replicate that. Yeah. yeah I mean, I've noticed that based on personality type and how someone's brain is wired, there are some people that naturally like, I mean, I have ADHD and some people think I'm all over the place, but when it comes down to like deadlines and priorities, I'm like, really great at that, it, but it's all in my head. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> getting it out of my head and then trying to teach other people to have those, um, that mindset of like, okay, I know that my calendar says this or sorted says this, but this came up and this is more of a priority and like having that intuition of just knowing that this is more important right now. I need to do this. And I have found over time, like in having lots of team members and internship programs and working with, uh, you know, different types of personalities, that's not a superpower for everybody. They don't, they don't know sometimes. And so having someone that they can go to and say, Hey, you know, what exactly do you want me to do? I think some people, like some of my friends that own businesses, like it irritates the shit out of them. Like they get mad. I'm like, oh my gosh, no, don't. 
Like you need to have a conversation. And some of these things, like you can't teach, teach these things, like people's brains are not wired like that. And so I, like you said, we're human beings. <laughs> we can have computer generated AI all day long, but at the end of the day, like we are human beings. So it's almost like, you know, a mom with a kid who the school calls and says your kid fell off and broke both legs, but sorted in your calendar says this, you know, you need to get your kid to the hospital. Like that other stuff can go. But when it comes to like business projects, it's not quite as clear. So it's like, yeah, just be human being and like going back to being and I, I would rather, I'd rather they ask. Yes. And not ask. Right? Yes. So that's why I totally agree with you and say, don't get annoyed. Listen, just listen to them. Right. And, uh, you know, it, it, it could be because of so many different reasons why they won't come to the same conclusion as you, um, the way they're brought up their education or, um, maybe their priorities, personal priorities will bias. And we're biased in one way or another anyways, ourselves. So I think it's, would be unfair to fault them, but then you could try, just try to kind of like, um, let them know how you think. And so hopefully with enough time, they will be able to kind of replicate the same thought process. And even if they want to ask to confirm, I would gladly say, yeah, just ask me. I'll, I'll just confirm. I'd say, yes, that's, that's good. I think exactly the way you're thinking, let's do it. Right. So I think that will probably work better in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think this, this tool, I think is a great way to actually help team members really set up, like you said, their day and their task and their priorities, like the way they want to do it and the way, you know, they need to see it, which, which is completely fine. And I was looking at it last night and, um, you guys, does it give you the ability to color code things as well? Um, so we have tags that you can tags. add emojis and stuff like that. Uh, and, and, and add little little uh, meta information into your task. Um, yeah. Some yeah. people like it, so you can show it all the time, or you can hide it and only show it when you expand. Some people really hate, you know. Uh, I tend to switch between the two. You know, sometimes I want to see all the details. Sometimes I kind of just want to shrink things and and just see the title. Um, so I think uh, for myself, uh, this whole kind of experiment with scheduling um has given me a couple of um i think benefits one is that after you know it it, it does take a few days to kind of like try out and, and try to follow but afterwards what i found is that i <clears throat> started to really understand my uh, the way i work like uh, biologically like I, I work better at certain tasks at a certain time of day um uh, mm -hmm. And then I started noticing, you know, clearer on how much I can actually accomplish each, each day. Um, so I'm actually better at kind of estimating uh, whether I can actually complete, you know, all the stuff in a day. Am I overloading myself or, or underloading myself and stuff like that? So, yeah, I would say people should give a schedule a try.
I think it's a life-changing thing. Um, and then uh, since Sorted is kind of like a free to download, free trial tool, uh, if you have an iPhone or Apple devices, download it, give it a try. Um, one of we, one of our customers is actually uh, an Apple engineer uh, from very early days. And, you know, uh, he actually got a couple of his friends to start using Sorted and have it on their home screen, uh, the, the home bar at the bottom on their iPhone. And uh, basically the way he got his friends to start using it is to say, okay, try Sorted and try it earnestly for three days. You know, try scheduling for three days, right? And if you still don't like it after that, then don't use it. But then all his friends who did try it earnestly for three days kind of fell in love with the concept of hyperscheduling. You know, it just like make thing, it makes the whole kind of task management and all, all the complexity, it just boils it down to schedule a day, try to follow it. Uh, and then if things don't, anything that you don't complete in that day gets carried over to the next day. So you never forget anything. And then just uh, at night, plan the day ahead. And that's it. And just keep repeating that simple step, simple routine. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, literally it y'all and we'll, we'll put the, the link in the show notes. It's like sortedapp.com, but literally it's like scheduling doesn't have to be stressful. Like it really doesn't have to be stressful. And so it's like y'all's tagline, a story of how we reimagine and build a solution to better manage our busy schedules, because sometimes being busy and scheduling things is stressful, but are you busy doing the right things? And that's where you have to go back. And it's like, what's the priority buckets in time blocking and then deciding what goes on here. And you still have to be human, like you said earlier, and say no to some opportunities and meetings and, and say yes to the right things. So this is so awesome. Like I'm going to dive into it and look more into it. If people want yeah, to connect check out our blog as well, uh, we have some, uh, uh, interesting insights in there. Yeah, this is so awesome. I'm, I'm a geek when it comes to all this, if people want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Uh, so on Twitter, we have, uh, okay. at sorted HQ, uh, S O R T E D H Q. Uh, so that's our Twitter. Or they can email us at uh, hello at sortedapp.com. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah. And you guys go download the app and give it a try. So right now it is iPhone. It's funny how many apps we use that are iPhone only. Um, but do you ever, because we always get the question, is it going to come out for Android? Do you think it ever will? Um, I think our next platform will probably be the web, a web version. Okay. Before so anybody can use it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we have a lot of uh, totally people who want to use it on their, uh, you know, company Dell laptop and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're, we'll be working on that next. Yeah. I think it, it's funny because I only used to do this on my phone, but I use my phone for everything. And then most of my team members who are very dis different personalities, they want the desktop app and they have everything set up like on their computer. And 
again, it's like, however you need to see it to get the work done. So you feel good about it and you're productive. That's all that matters. It, you know, it doesn't matter to me. So this is awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, Leo. And everybody that's listening or watching, go try out sorted, download it. If you have an iPhone and then I'm sure or, when you or guys, Mac too, sorry about that. Or Mac or yeah. Mac, uh, any Apple users. <laughs> and then I'm sure on your blog, you guys will be updating things. And on Twitter, when the web version comes out, I'm assuming. Yeah. This is awesome. So thank you so much for your time and everybody listening or watching. Thank you for your time. And I know that this will be a time-saving takeaway because I know that this is amazing and I'm going to go check it out and be sure to tune in next week to another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done. Would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights. And I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.